One of the most intriguing stories of the offseason continues to pique our interest. That's Lamar Jackson, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. We can't possibly fathom Amber Wilson, who is in for Chris Canty, by the way, on his honeymoon, that Lamar Jackson would not sign a long-term extension before the season starts and put himself at risk by going into this year without a long-term contract. And yet, it looks more and more like that's going to be the case. He set the deadline of tomorrow to reach an agreement on a long-term deal with the Ravens. But this is this is so different than any other negotiation I have ever seen, Amber. They, they seem to just love each other. There's no animosity whatsoever. They just love each other. They love everything except for the numbers because apparently that is the only thing they don't agree about, which is kind of everything. But somehow it hasn't disrupted this relationship. It's bizarre the way that the negotiations have gone, the way that we've been covering them because we get so little information. There aren't the typical leaks that maybe one would get to the media at times, maybe from an agent or an agency to help, you know, their players situation. We get none of that because Lamar's representing himself. It's unheard of at that position with the level of money that we're talking about with how complicated the structure of his contract could be and this entire time I've been saying Lamar needs to get a deal done Lamar needs to hire an agent except for so far I've been wrong because it has worked out for him at every point every new contract that's signed by a quarterback right Deshaun Watson Russell Wilson most recently every time these numbers 245 you know 230 guaranteed these numbers that we keep seeing it has been helping Lamar at every single turn but it is bizarre that he seems like he's in such a good place with the Baltimore Ravens even though they have this very major disagreement well Here he is, appearing on the Gojo Show, Mike Golick Jr. Heck of a get to get Lamar Jackson on his podcast, but he did. And here is Lamar on his future being in Baltimore. It's a great organization, you know, um, very, very, very um, friendly organization. Uh, And I love being here. I I tweeted it before, like, you know, this is where I want to be at. So now I'm seeing things like, oh, he he wants out because I'm liking stuff. It's just, yeah, because I see y'all keep engaging in that, in that way, like, Oh, you want to leave? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to play back. Okay, yeah, I like something. You know, so let's be t- shooting the st- shooting my shots, you know, on, um, on social media because they, they like doing it to me, I guess. He's trolling. I mean, <laughs> He's trolling. these days, Chris Carlin. I mean, obviously right, right there what Lamar's referencing is the fact that he liked a picture of himself in a Miami Dolphins uniform. And at the time, I said he was trolling. There was no other explanation for it. Lamar doesn't actually want out. He just wants Baltimore to pay him what he thinks that he's worth, which he thinks is something like Deshaun Watson guaranteed money. That's what he wants. It's not that he wants to leave the city. It's not that he wants to leave the organization. And I really doubt he wants to end up in Miami. It was just easy bait. And this is what kids these days do, Carlin, right? We saw it worked for Kyler Murray. And now Lamar Jackson is uh, trying out the social media tactic as well. And frankly, with Lamar, I hope that he does it. I hope that he goes through and doesn't sign a long-term deal, just in, in, assuming he doesn't get the $230 million guaranteed, which I think we all believe he, they are doing everything they can to not give it to him. So if we operate under the assumption that he doesn't get it, I hope he goes through and absolutely rips it up and has an MVP year. In fact, I am on Lamar Jackson 
to win the MVP this season. I've already put a couple of bucks down. Caesar Sportsbook has him down to plus 1,800. I got him at plus 2,000, so that's a little value right there. But nonetheless, it is. I think he's being slept on a little bit. But the trickiest part for me for Lamar is we always hear that phrase force multiplier, right? We know how electric he is. I think Lamar Jackson might be a top three show in sports right now when you get a chance to see him play. But what's the big problem for the Ravens? Their receivers. Rashad Bateman is their best option right now outside of Mark Andrews. So if Lamar's going to win the MVP, he's got to be that force multiplier where he is making those other receivers better by the way he plays. Or he's got to do it largely with his legs, and then we'll hear, even though he's got two MVPs, people question whether Lamar Jackson has a good arm, uh, which will be a whole lot of fun moving forward. Lamar Jackson is is just one of those. I think he's just one of those figures now in sports where you just mentioned how dynamic he is to watch him play. I mean, he's so exciting. He's so pivotal to the success of that Ravens team. They would be ridiculous not to lock him up. But the thing is, in this sport, they don't actually have to, Carlin, right? Because they can tag him. And then they can tag him again if they want. To. If he wants to actually play this game. And we don't ever normally see the quarterback get to this point and play this game on the final year of a rookie deal. You mentioned you don't want him to go out there, roll the dice, win another MVP. I'm not sure another MVP gets... Baltimore to 230 guaranteed. I feel like if that's truly a sticking point where they're putting their foot down and they're saying, you know what? We're not going to allow this to be a trend in the NFL. Whether it's just the owner of the Ravens or whether it's all the owners kind of collectively getting together and pointing their finger at the Browns. If that is their position, then why would they move from that position for a second MVP? The man already has an MVP, even a Super Bowl. Maybe he finally gets the Super Bowl. All of a sudden they're going to pay. They know how pivotal he is to their success. You saw what it looked like last season when he got injured and he wasn't there and the wheels completely fell off. They need him. They know they need him. They know he's a dynamic quarterback. They know all of that, and they're still not willing to pay him 230 guaranteed. That seems to be the sticking point is that guaranteed-type money. Look, I think they're going to learn the hard way. I I know everything that's going on. I understand what happened with Russell Wilson. This could be... One of those scenarios where Lamar Jackson just makes you pay. Let's call it what it is. You want to compare it to somebody? Compare it to Aaron Judge. And look what's happening. The guy's got 55 home runs this season. The Yankees offered him $210 million, and they make a big deal about the fact that it's the highest offer in Yankee history. Well, that doesn't mean a whole lot to Aaron Judge, who's easily going to eclipse $300 million this coming offseason. I hope for Lamar Jackson, because I love to see athletes prove themselves, and especially in the NFL, when I would say nine times out of ten, I'm going to side with the player when it comes to contract disputes, especially in the NFL with the money not guaranteed, to see somebody like that really cash in and really show a team they made a mistake and, and get what he deserves, that to me would be pretty awesome to see because it's going to mean that he's going to have an all-time type season. I'm just not convinced he's going to get it. Like, even if he proves it, I'm just, we'll see. I'm not convinced. How far would they, all right, let me ask you this then. How far would they have to go in the playoffs for him to get it? 
Would they have to I'm go not to sure Bowl? he's going to get it. I'm not sure they're going to go over two, 200 guaranteed, right? I could see them like inching their way towards like a 200 guarantee. And then you have a big, you know, like, could you see like a $250 million deal where, you know, 200 of it's guaranteed? Like, that's what I feel like. And I have zero idea. I'm totally just, this is all conjecture. But I, I just feel like, Chris, that the Ravens have to feel like they're winning here. And for them, winning is not making it 100%. But Lamar also has to feel like he's winning. And that's still more. More guaranteed money than anybody not named Deshaun Watson has ever gotten, right? So mm-hmm. I think that that's the sort of like sweet spot is that he's never going to get a hundred percent guaranteed, but could the money still be so big or the incentives of the overall, but then the guaranteed money also is what we haven't seen before other than outside of Watson. So Watson's still the outlier, but we're all getting a little bit close to that outlier. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. There are so many great, great storylines in week one of the NFL. We've talked about all the storylines through the offseason. But we actually get to see games, and there are quite a few things that intrigue us, that intrigue you. We will share our top three things that have our attention this weekend. One of them, I guarantee, you are not thinking about in the very, in the least. Probably a couple of them as I look at my list. And I haven't even seen Amber's list yet. That is all on the way right after Amber tells you about this from our friends at Indeed. If the weather is cooling off, but luckily your business is staying hot, then you need to hire and you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you'll instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. And you can even schedule and conduct interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. It is Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson. I was just reading a story about something Greg Gumbel had to say about sports radio. We'll get to that in a bit. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. He had some interesting things to say. Anyway, Amber, there is plenty this weekend that has our attention with the start of the NFL season. So we have both made lists, top three lists, top three things that are the most interesting to us this weekend. It might be off the beaten path a little bit, and it is a little bit for me in a couple of instances. Where do you start number three go? Number three. Do we have imaging? I'm just going to do my own. I Number don't have three. it here, so. <laughs> Number three. The Eagles at the Lions. 
Not a game you might expect me to pick, right? A Lions Correct. game? What is the interest there? Well, here is the interest, Carlin. We talk about these teams getting trendy. These are two trendy teams. I don't fully understand why. A lot of people at this point have the Eagles in the Super Bowl, right? I, I mean, we were all questioning Jalen last season. Even though I'm one who tends to be pretty high on Jalen overall, now all of a sudden this team's the next coming. Jalen's definitely the guy. That's kind of how the trend has rolled. I'm interested to see it. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is in a position to win with this Eagles team. I do think that this is the best O-line in the NFL. I think A.J. Brown is a huge upgrade there. So I'm excited to see what the Eagles bring and whether they can meet those expectations. On the other side, the Detroit Lions, like the coach, Man Campbell, if you will, has talked his way into the hearts of America on hard knocks. Like this is the hard knocks effect where everyone is trying to convince me that the Lions and Jared Goff are somehow going to win a lot of games this season. Nobody's calling them for the Super Bowl, fine. But everyone thinks that they're going to be this hugely improved team this season. And I think, honestly, it's just because everybody seems to like the coach. Interesting to me, and I think you're 100% right on the Lions. Amber, if you're jumping on the Lions right now, you're a sucker. And it's <laughs> it's not that they're going to stink. They're not going to be good. But if you think somehow the Lions, because they're in the NFC North and the rest of the division outside of the Packers is not that great, they're all of a sudden going to make that big jump this year, be careful. Be careful. Dave Campbell has great sound bites. That's about it. Yes. We still have no idea if he's a great coach. Yes. I mean, Rex did too. (laughs) Rex got to a couple championship games at least. Let's see what Dan Campbell can do. But as much as you want to run through a wall for him, how many coaches have we seen? Herm Edwards was like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved him. Couldn't get enough. Number two. Number two, uh, Baker versus the Browns. This is what we wanted when Baker got traded to Mm. Carolina. We weren't sure we were going to get it. Frankly, I thought Darnold was going to get the start. And alas, we get what we wanted. We get Baker, and we get him to take on his old team. We know Baker's going to have the chip on his shoulder. His old team, frankly, seems like they're also going to have a chip on their shoulder taking on Baker. I think that this is going to be a very fun matchup. And I'm not sure any other matchup is going to be that fun for the Carolina Panthers the rest of the season. Uh, Baker, I, I'm locked in on watching him all year. I want to watch this reality show and yeah. see how it plays out. Can he you. be less Baker this year <laughs> and actually be focused on winning football and not complaining about everything that's going on around him? I am... There with you. Number one. The Homer pick by Amber Wilson. Uh, I want to see Tua Tungavaloa, and I want to see that connection between Tua and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. We've heard a lot of the hype. Okay. Dolphins Twitter has been going nuts all preseason. We, I can't oh, trust tell you me. How I know. Many, <laughs> I mean, everybody knows. They have let right? me know. I mean, everybody knows all, all the clips that we've seen, you know, Tua throws any pass in practice to Tyreek. It's like, oh, my God, you guys see that ball? It's crazy. It's arm strength. Let's see how it actually looks in a game. I am really excited to see my Dolphins, to see the development, hopefully, at that quarterback position. There's the obvious pick I was expecting from him. <laughs> I see. There's the, the obvious one. Look, I, and I'll, I, I had it on my list as number three because I do want to see it. I do want to see what he is all about. And to me, you will learn a lot this weekend. You will learn a lot on Sunday how much different he is, especially with weapons and a little more protection. All right. Top three things that have my attention this weekend. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. She's Amber Wilson. 
I'm Chris Carlin. She's in for Chris Canty on his honeymoon. Number three would be the New England Patriots defense. The New England Patriots defense. You know, Amber, we talk all about the offense with the Patriots and whether they're going to be boring or what exactly they're going to be. You know, are they are they, are they even going to be productive enough? Maybe we're not paying enough attention to what the Patriots defense is going to be. They've got a couple of good players, don't get me wrong. God Show, who Belichick called the best defensive lineman in the league. Matthew Judon, you know, I I other than that, Devin McCourty is an incredibly smart player, but like look around the rest. Who's playing corner for the Patriots this year? Right. You feel really good about that? They're at plus 4,000. The Patriots are 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. When's the last time that happened? Mm. Uh, that's yeah. number three for me. Wow, it's been a while. I listen, I think that's an interesting pick because you're right. We've spent so much time talking about the offense. We don't spend any time talking about that Patriots D in it. It could be not so pretty too. Yeah, and with that in mind, it's very similar for number two. And that's the Kansas City Chiefs defense. There has not been enough attention paid to the fact that Tyron Matthew is gone. Mm -hmm. And the Chiefs are going to miss him, not just because of his ability on the field, but his leadership capabilities. They, They have a really good defensive lineman in Chris Jones. Frank Clark hasn't been the same dynamic pass rusher here in a couple of years, they drafted George Karlaftis at a Purdue, who I think has a, a lot of ability, but the pass rush is a concern, and that secondary is a concern, too. Are the Chiefs going to be able to stop anybody this year? I mean, they weren't a great defense to begin with, and now you have weakened them with Tyron Matthew gone. I think that's a, a very – Mahomes might have to put up 40 a game for them to consistently win. And he might not be able to do that without Tyreek Hill because they did take a step back in a couple departments. But you're right. We hardly ever talk about the departure of Matthew. We talk about it with the Saints, the addition of it. We never talk about the departure for Kansas City and what that might mean for them. And finally, number one. It's simply a game this weekend that I'm really fired up for. And it's not any of the primetime games. Raiders Chargers. Mm -hmm. I I love this game. How good are the Raiders going to be? Are the Raiders going to have to score 40 to beat anybody this year? Because they've got a good pass rush, but can that pass rush, mask you know, with Max Crosby, you know, can they mask what their deficiencies are? And they have some deficiencies in the secondary. That That's a problem for the Raiders. So if I'm the Raiders, can I figure out a way to stop or even, not even stop, but contain Justin Herbert and an explosive offense. And then on the flip side, how good is Derek Carr going to be? I think Derek Carr could be top three or four, Amber, for MVP this season with Devontae Adams, with Darren Waller. I think they're really, really – and everybody forgets about Hunter Renfro. This is a guy that caught 100 passes last year out of the slot. This is a really good slot receiver. So, for me, I I can't wait to watch the Raiders Chargers this weekend. I love it. Uh, I think it'll tell us a lot about how things maybe pan out in that division. I love this match. I think it's the game of the week, maybe. I mean, I know we're really focused on tonight's game, defending champs, a lot of people's pick on the other side for the Super Bowl. But, man, that Raiders-Chargers game, that is going to be a lot of fun. You know what else has my attention this weekend? Hmm. How do I make money? That's what I want to know. How do I 
make money. Well, thankfully, we have answers coming for you in just moments with one of our ESPN betting analysts. Aaron Dolan has the answers. You just need to write them down. Be smart to do it. That in just moments after Amber has this from Disney+. Plus. Guys and gals, it is Disney Plus Day, a huge new release. They're all dropping, like Disney's Pinocchio, Marvel's Thor, Love and Thunder, Pixar's Cars on the Road, Star Wars, Obi-Wan, Kenobi, A Jedi's Return, National Geographic's Epic Adventures of Bertie Gregory, the new Simpsons short, Welcome to the Club, and other new favorites like Growing Up, Frozen 1 and 2 sing-alongs. Plus, they've got all new episodes and special droppings like Marvel, Marvel's She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Dancing with the Stars, the pro's most memorable dances. Nothing is bigger. Nothing is better. It is today. Nothing beats Disney Plus Day. All of those that I just mentioned and plenty more streaming today. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. There's one thing we like, it's making money. It's making money. And now is your opportunity to do just that. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on ESPN Plus, Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Aaron Dolan, ESPN Sports betting analyst, is all over it. The opener is tonight. Of course, the full slate is on Sunday. She is loaded for bear. Aaron, we appreciate the time. First of all, what has got you fired up for tonight in particular? Yes, well, thanks for having me on. I'm finally excited we can, like, not be talking about the futures markets and actual daily (laughs) bets. So for this one, I know a lot of people are saying they're fading the public and going with the Rams, but I really like the Bills. I would just take them on the money line. Right now I'm seeing 55% of the tickets and 58% of the money coming in on the Bills on the money line. That's a little bit different than the spread. A lot of money and tickets have been pouring in over the last couple of weeks, even I would say the last two months, because at one point the Bills – were an underdog in this matchup, and then so many different things were ha- going on with the Rams, including that elbow tendonitis for Matthew Stafford. Although he's uh, ready to go and whatnot, allegedly, um, I just think people overall like the Bills considering they're a Super Bowl favorite. Again, I do as well. I mean, offensively, they're great. Defensively, they're only getting better with the addition of Von Miller. Obviously, Tredavious White being out, that is not going to be the best thing for them in this game. But I also just think overall the Bills are the better team in this matchup, despite a lot of people thinking – the Rams being at home, how great Sean McVay has been in week one games as well as against the spread. 
kind of leaning that way. But for me personally, I would go with that. And then I have some player props that also are sticking out to me. Gabriel Davis, anytime touchdown score, he had a breakout season at the end, especially in the playoffs. Cooper Cup to have over seven and a half receptions. So he ended up hitting this in 13 of 21 games last season. So with OBJ sideline, Travis White out for the Bills, I mean, Cup's still going to be that main target for Stafford. So I wanted to look at those receptions. And then also, since we're talking about Matthew Stafford, I like him to throw an interception. He really struggled last season tied with Trevor Lawrence for 17 interceptions. That was a league high. Three of those interceptions came in the postseason, including two in the Rams' Super Bowl win over the Bengals as well. So he he was typically good to throw an interception. I feel like I talked about this so many times last season on Daily Wagers. So those are a couple bets that I like as well as props for tonight. Aaron, you mentioned there the Bills being Super Bowl favorites. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Obviously, the defending champs against Super Bowl favorites. Which one of these teams playing tonight should you put your money on then for the Super Bowl? Cool. Um, If I had to pick between the two, definitely the Bills. I mean, they really do have a great shot. I feel like it's sometimes a cop-out answer to be like, oh, the Super Bowl favorite, that's who I'm expecting to win it. Well, of course. But with the Rams, I mean, their schedule is not easy whatsoever. And when you think of a team that's just coming off a win in the Super Bowl, it doesn't it's just, it doesn't mean they're necessarily the best team at that time. I mean, there was a lot of stars that did align for them in the postseason. And that's to say for, you know, any team that ends up winning, there's a lot of luck. you got the injury luck as well. So many different factors. I just think that the Rams schedule is 10 times harder this season. And that ultimately is going to end up hurting them. So I'd rather go with the Bills to win the Super Bowl. And plus they're in an easier division as well. Aaron Dolan, ESPN betting analyst, joining us. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson is in for Canty. All right, week one. Listen, Aaron, we always have those wagers that we see on the board, and you're like, it's it's just it's it's barking at you. It's like, come and come and get it. So, what says to you this weekend? Come and get a piece of this action. Oh man, I have so many. I feel like I have a whole list. Um, well, Give me the your first, top I'll just three. Go down the board. I'm looking at the board. Top th- oh, I can't even give you a top three. All right. Um, I like the Dolphins and Panthers to both win. So I would do that in a money line parlay. Okay. I'm looking now at Eagles, Lions. You are staying away. If you were betting, you were staying away from the Eagles, Lions spread. It makes zero sense. I hate it, hate it, hate it. The Lions are actually good to cover six and two against the spread at home last season. All those games, they were dogs. The Eagles are overall the better team. I'm an Eagles fan. Stay away from that game as well as staying away from the Saints minus five and a half against the Falcons. That line to me makes absolutely no sense. I would play the Saints team total over 23 and a half. I'm also looking at Cincinnati's team total under 25 and a half. A lot of people are liking the Steelers as a dog. I don't trust the Steelers that much, but I do trust that Steelers defense. So that's why I'm taking Cincy team total under. Uh, also looking at the Cardinals plus six. I think they're a great dog to end up covering. The Raiders could potentially cover as well. I like the Bucks on the money line. I think they beat up on the Cowboys. And as an Eagles fan, again, hoping that happens. And then I also love the Denver Broncos Monday Night Football minus six and a half. That line's going to move to minus seven, minus seven and a half come kickoff. So I'd grab that now while you can. Let's go back to the bigger picture here, Aaron. Josh Allen, he's the favorite for MVP. What's your best bet for MVP? Yeah, I think he honestly is a good one. I think the one not to bet at all, um, because that's just as important as things to bet, is don't bet on Aaron Rodgers to repeat, you know, for the third straight season. I don't think that's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of voter fatigue. I think Justin Herbert could also be a guy in the conversation. I mean, he can fling the ball. He has really high numbers like Josh Allen. And if he's successful in an AFC West, that's a guy that I think would really stand out. Um, but, again, like with the Bills being so good, and obviously you equate that to Josh Allen, so I don't think that's a bad bet at all for him to win MVP. 
Love it. Aaron Dolan, ESPN, a betting analyst. You can catch her on the Daily Wager. Aaron, we appreciate the knowledge. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Absolutely. I am on a couple of those, and I am. she said she's an Eagles fan. I'm on the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl, but we have, in just a little bit, our entire list of picks for the divisions, for playoff teams, for MVP, for Defensive Player of the Year, for the Super Bowl. It's all on the way. Up next, though, respect it or check it. That is a staple of this program, and it is on the way in just moments, including who the Bills are really going to be missing tonight and this season. We will discuss. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I want to tell you, Amber, I'm annoyed by what I've just read from Greg Gumbel, who apparently went on a podcast um, and just absolutely destroyed sports radio, which is, by the way, something that he did at the very beginning of it. How about this quote from Greg Gumbel? People who listen to sports talk radio strike me as anxious to be told what to think. I certainly don't need someone yelling at me. I don't need anyone trying to tell me what I should think about this picture and what I could watch for myself and make my own judgments. But there's apparently a huge audience for it. Now, if you're just tuning in to hear people argue and scream, well, that's fine. Good luck to you. Good luck in your early grave. Like That's not even it. I can't even go through the rest of it. Oh, I, it, well, first of all, what, what stands out to me, and, and the direct quote, by the way, is about this picture for the California Angels, whom I can watch for myself and make my own judgments. Uh, yeah, I, uh, first of all, obviously, Greg Gumbel doesn't like fun. Uh, that's one. Second of all, I'm pretty sure Greg Gumbel is still listening to sports talk radio from 1985, which the 80s is when, when, in fact, that's when, in fact, he was doing it himself. So, you know, a predecessor in this industry to us and somebody who I guess you could argue paved the way a little bit and now taking a flamethrower to it. Sports talk radio has come a long way. Maybe it's still a little like that where he used to work, uh, but it's come a long way. And you and I aren't always doing those things, and we're certainly not talking about the pitcher from the California Angels and telling you what to think about him. Let's be real. All this is is just it's unbelievably silly for someone like Greg Gumbel to make these kind of comments. Like, that's when I learned to hate it when I was doing it. What is wrong with actual thought-provoking conversation? Because part of his argument is, well, you can argue all you want. You're not going to influence my thought process. Well, Greg, then why do we argue about anything? Why do we have debates anywhere in society? And it's not just arguing. Like, why can't we have nuanced discussions or interesting debates, right? I mean, it's... Have you ever do you sat not like a to a bar think? next to somebody? Right. Do you not like to think? Do you not like to be challenged and grow? Do you not like to see things from the angle of other people or think about things in a way that maybe you've never previously thought about them? Do you not like interesting? Because I think Greg Gumbel doesn't like interesting or fun. I, I think Greg Gumbel, at this point, when you're going to make comments like this makes it appear that he's better than everybody else who would dare to actually have an interest in this. And it's not just because we're sitting here doing it. Like, it's 
fun, but more than anything else, it's for all of us to sit and debate about our favorite topics. And by the way, to forget about the realities of life for a few minutes. I'm almost annoyed at myself for being so annoyed at Greg Gumbel for trashing sports talk radio because it, it, it's it's honestly Greg Gumbel at this point in his career. I, I don't care what you think. And if you don't want to have any sort of discussions and, and are above debates on things that people find fun, good. Go, go you know, just go be boring. That's what it is. It's boring. Uh, you know, and for Greg, I, I, it really bothers the heck out of me. Uh, for some reason, but it it shouldn't. A guy it's who hosted Morning Drive on WFAN. I he's mean, one of you, the first like ones at, to do it. And by the way, right. got paid an absolute fortune to well, do it. Because and you were at the, and first of all, you still would. I mean, you're at the top of the top of the top, and then you're taking a flamethrower to everything, everything that you and I love. Get well, out of here, Greg. Gilmore. That's fine. Let's get we we do it for a living. We take flamethrowers to a lot of things. It's Canty and Carlin. Not sports radio, radio, though. <laughs> we love yes. this. ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson is in for Canty. Today, it is time, my friends, for a little NFL uh, Respect It or Check It. Respect it. Or check it. With Canty and Carla. All right, let's do it. We are going to hit a little Respect It or Check It. Evan Wilner, our producer, will hit us with the statement, and we will either... Respect it or check it in yet another wacky sports radio game. And respect it or check it is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. The Bills have more pressure than the Rams to get to the Super Bowl. Respect it or check it. Amber? Uh, I am going to respect this because... The Rams have already done it, right? And they did it. Everything kind of lined up perfectly for them. They're mostly intact. They should be able to make a run again, but they'll have built-in excuses. Matthew Stafford's elbow being one of those excuses. And I think that they've already proven they can get it done. They're sitting pretty there for a while. The Bills have become that team that exited in the second round. Like, we forget that that wasn't the conference championship, right? That unbelievable epic game. They exited in the second round in heartbreaking fashion. Somehow we all have them in the Super Bowl, right? So the expectation is there. I think we expect that to be the next step for Josh Allen. So I'll respect this. I respect it, and it's just simply because Buffalo has to do it this year. This window is open to do it right now. They are the betting favorites. The betting favorites going into the season have only won the Super Bowl three times in the last 15 years. Absolutely, there's more pressure. I respect it. All right, there's pressure, but will they do it? So will the Bills finally beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? Respect it or check it. Once again, I respect it. I absolutely expect the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. And frankly, I give you a little preview here. I think they're going to win it. They'll get past the Chiefs. The Bills are just incredibly talented on both sides of the ball. And I don't think the Chiefs this year are going to be good enough defensively. The Bills got even better this offseason. I think the Chiefs got a little bit worse with Tyron Matthew and Tyreek Hill departing. So I will respect this. I think that this is an epic matchup. I want to see. It's a matchup that we all want to continue to see between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes for years to come. But I think the Bills will get it done this time. Next. The Bills will miss offensive coordinator Brian Dable more than they think. Respect it or check it. Oh, I respect it. Just a little bit I respect it. Because Brian Dable did an outstanding job with the Bills. Granted, I expect them to get over the hump, but I don't expect there to be uh, just a completely smooth road for them. There will be some bumpy moments along the way, and where we will look at Josh Allen like, hmm, maybe? Uh, I think the Bills will get over the hump, but I do think they will miss Brian Dable. 
Uh, I'm going to check this. I think that Ken Dorsey will be just fine. I think that Josh Allen is at a point in his career where this isn't going to affect things like maybe otherwise you would expect. I think that this team is very well positioned no matter who, frankly, is the OC. Uh, Ken Dorsey was very good to me when I had a local show in Miami for a lot of years. I also believe in him through and through. So go Kenny. (laughs) Of course you do. Ken Dorsey. (laughs) Next. Greatest quarterback in college football history that didn't do anything in the NFL. Matt Stafford. All he's got to do is coach one now. Matt Stafford will miss a game because of his shoulder this season. Respect it or check it. Uh, his shoulder or his elbow? His elbow. Sorry, his elbow. His elbow. Okay, because shoulder, right? We're both checking it, right? Uh, I'll say, I'll say, I'll respect. Oh man, I'll I'll respect it. How about you, Carla? Uh, I'm going to check it. I don't think he'll miss a game because of it. I think he will manage it. Uh, throughout the course of the year. What I just worry about is how effective is he going to be? They're not going to turn to Wolford unless they absolutely have to, like if he not got knocked out of a game. But they're going to live or die with Matthew Stafford this year. Cooper uh-huh. Cup repeats as Offensive Player of the Year. Respect it or check it. Where'd you go? I'm going to check it. I don't think Josh Allen wins the MVP, but I think he wins the Offensive Player of the Year. So I'm going to check that. I like the Offensive Player of the Year going to a non-quarterback. I want to respect this. I just have a hard time respecting it, honestly. And I do wonder, are those Matthew Stafford elbow issues going to affect Cooper Cup's numbers any? So I'm going to check this. The Bills or Rams sign OBJ. Respect it or check it? I'm going to respect it. And here's why. Little birdie told me that tonight's game might go a long way in determining where OBJ lands. Now, here's what's really interesting to me, though. When is he ready? Is it December? Because remember, you know, the Super Bowl's not all that long ago, and he beat up his knee pretty good. So I think a more interesting thing is how big of a factor can he be? And I also know that the Rams gave him the opportunity to rehab there, and he chose not to do it, wanted to do it elsewhere. Keep an eye on this. Respect it. I do think the outcome of tonight's game could influence where he actually signs. Yeah, I think it's these two teams. I don't think he's going to make an appearance on any team for another three or four months. So I don't really know why tonight's game would factor into his decision. But I think it's going to be one of these two teams. I think he wants to be on a contender. We know the Rams left the door open for him. We know that he was pretty pivotal to their success in the postseason, even if he had a so-so regular season for him. And then, obviously, Von Miller's been recruiting him to the Bills. We've all seen it publicly. I know some people want it to be Dallas. I think it'll be one of these two. All right, last one. At the end of the season, Aaron Donald will still be the best player in football. Respect it or check it. I'm going to check it, and it's not because he's going to fall off. I I think we're going to look at Patrick Mahomes after this season. I expect him to have a massive year, and I think overall we're going to say he is the best in football after he has lost these guys, after he lost Tyreek Hill. Going to be tough to replace, but I think he can do it. I don't even think he's going to be the best defensive player after this year because I think maybe that's going to be Micah Person. So, yes, I will check this. Hmm. A strong respect it or check it. Even though I could use a little more energy from Evan along the way. <laughs> a little more energy. There. there was a couple beats. Yeah, exactly. I mean, can we ramp it up a bit, Ev? I mean, just, you know. It's football Respect season, it or check it! Yeah, where were you? Great. It's late now. Save it for next week. We'll get to it then. Come on, Evan.